Hello, this is Pastor Corey Ehrman. You're listening to my podcast. I hope it blesses, encourages, and inspires you. I pray that the Holy Spirit will touch you through this teaching. Thank you for tuning in, and God bless. First Kings chapter 17. Speak to you about supernatural provision. Amen. Who's excited about supernatural provision? Three of you. That's wonderful. Supernatural provision. Well, the number just went down. I was looking for more of a... Let me say that one more time. Who would like to have supernatural provision? Okay. Just making sure I'm at the river tonight. Okay. First Kings chapter 17, verse 1. And Elijah the Tishbite of the inhabitants of Gilead said to Ahab, As long as the Lord God of Israel lives before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years except at my word. Wow, one word, one word brought down a famine. One word, one word. Then the word of the Lord came to him. Now remember, there's two words here. One word for Ahab and the nation because they had been wicked and then there's another word for the men of God amen the word for the world that had turned their back on God was famine but the word for the man of God is different come on now yes God's got a word for you God's got a word for his church Amen. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. Whatever is happening in the world is not our problem. It is our opportunity to see the supernatural. Hallelujah. Man, I felt the anointing on that one. Shoot. Woo. It's not a problem. It's an opportunity. Well, we got a big problem. Praise God. We need a big miracle then. We have a big God. How big is God? <laughs> How big is God? <laughs> Woo. The word of the Lord came to him saying, get away from here. <laughs> get away from these wicked people. Separate yourself. And turn eastward. And hide by the brook Cherith. You know, this is the kind of word that's going to cause you to hide because they're going to come after you which flows into the Jordan and it will be that you shall drink from the brook and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there I have commanded the ravens to feed you there where specific place east of Jordan by the brook or you shall drink from the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. Now, I don't know about you, but I have never seen a raven feed me yet. But I have actually seen raven types, because ravens basically represent selfish. They were selfish birds. They're only out for themselves. And there's a lot of selfish people out there, but I tell you what, man, you know it's supernatural when... The least expected person comes to bless you. 
<laughs> you know it's the hand of God. You know it's the favor of God. Because this is not natural. This is supernatural. I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. Now what I, have to, what I want you to also understand that this was a specific place. If he had gone westward, he would have starved. There would have been no provision. See, there's a famine, but he's not caught up in fear. He gets a word from the Lord which requires him to act in faith. Amen. See, fear paralyzes. Faith mobilizes. That word mobilized him. You, you're going to have to do something with the word of God. You're going to have to participate in the miracle. People want to see miracles, but they're just sitting, waiting, not doing anything. God's always going to give you a word, and when you step into it, it's going to activate the miracle. You're going to have to do the natural, which he did. He actually, actually had to go to a physical place. He had to walk there, whatever, travel there, and relocate there. But then God did the supernatural by commanding the ravens to feed him. Amen. Amen. This is the place of the commanded blessing. If he had gone anywhere else, he would not have found the provision. And I'm telling you right now, the margin of error is getting basically lower and lower and lower. The margin of error is becoming smaller and smaller in these final days. You don't want to miss God. There's not much time. Bible says to redeem the time for the days are evil. Amen. I mean, you can make, I mean, I've, I've seen people that make such a bad move that it took them 10 years to recover. We don't, you don't have 10 years anymore. You don't have 10 years to recover. Do you understand what I'm talking about? You got to walk circumspectly. Every step, got to be a step of faith. Every step, you have to know that it is the Lord. You can't just be doing whatever you wanted. The church has been able to get away with a lot of stuff. People have been able to get away with a lot of stuff using grace to cover up whatever they were doing. And they just thought, yeah, and just, hey, there's grace. You know what? There's not going to be, they're not going to be able to get away with the things they've been able to get away anymore. You're going to have to really walk with God in these final days. You're going to have to really press in like never before. You're going to have to have the word of the Lord. But I tell you what, the word of the Lord is going to come. God always makes a way for his people. When God commands his blessing upon you, nothing and no one can stop it. Come on now. Nothing and no one can stop it. Hallelujah. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. For he went and stayed by the brook Cherith, which flows into Jordan. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning. And bread and meat in the evening and he drank from the brook so he had food to eat and water to drink for a season amen and it happened after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land so now the season's over but again look at verse 8 then the word of the Lord came to him saying God is the source but he opens up another channel of provision hallelujah but the key here is elijah he had to obey the word of the lord it's not enough just to give somebody see there's a lot of people out there giving everybody words but they're not doing the word i've seen a lot of them a bunch of flakes they want to give everybody a word but they're not doing the word for themselves giving somebody a word is not going to get you provision doing the word for your life is going to get you the provision you're going to have to do the word that god has for you Amen. 
And don't always look for a word when you have the word. Do the word first and then you'll get a word. But this prophetic mess out there too. Prophetic or pathetic, I don't know what to call it. Prophets and non-prophets. They're always running around trying to give everybody a word, but you look at their life, it's a mess. It's a mess. Come on now. I mean, any donkey can prophesy. Yeehaw, yeehaw. Amen. You know, I just felt I need to say that. Somebody need to hear that tonight. My. <laughs> Running around trying to give everybody a word. But they're not doing the word. Their life doesn't line up with the word. And that's why Jesus said, you'll know them by their fruits. Look at their life. Know those who labor among you. I know I'm going on a tangent, but some people need to see this. Everybody's running around looking for a prophetic word. Oh, I got a word. Look at where the word's coming from. And then you've got all these other people giving words now. Destruction of America and all these people have having dreams. I think they just had too much, you know, hot sauce taco, you know, and, and burrito, you know, burrito grande with spicy hellfire sauce on it at midnight or something and went to bed and you know and then they I had this dream destruction this destruction that doom and gloom and there's no hope and it's almost like they saw what the enemy wants to do and it's probably true they're actually prophesying what the enemy wants to do but how about you find out what God wants to do and tell me what God's doing Prophecies onto edification, exhortation, comfort. God always, always has a word for his people that gives them hope. I know the plans I have for you, saith the Lord. They are plans to prosper you, plans to give you a hope and a future. They're not plans to harm you. Amen. I don't care if there's a pandemic out there. I have a plan from on high. His plans are higher than man's plans. I don't care what the devil planned. For America. I know God is planning a great mighty outpouring of his spirit. I know that God is moving by his spirit all over the world with signs and wonders. This is the greatest hour of the church. This is the greatest time of the church. This is the time for the supernatural church. This is the time for the glorious church to arise, to, to begin to take cities and shake cities. Hallelujah. I see a great awakening. I see a mighty move of God. I see the harvest of souls. The greatest harvest that the world has ever seen is at hand. The greatest time of the church is at hand. The, this is the time of the greater works. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God, I feel it. Woo! Give me a word that's going to put fire in my belly. Not doom and gloom. That's what you get when somebody spends five, six, seven hours reading and listening to the media. You're listening to the wrong voice. You're listening to the false prophets. And you're a fake. And that was actually the thing that I wanted you to share this morning, but he'll... He'll share because this whole, there's all these videos now circulating and I got texted and Facebooked and tweeted all of these different dreams that people are having. Destruction of America, judgment on America. There's like no hope. And the Lord woke him up in the middle of the night, 4 a.m. I think it was a couple, several days ago. And he said, they're all fake. 
They're fake voices. Hallelujah. Give me somebody that speaks life. Give me somebody that speaks victory. Give me somebody that speaks breakthrough. Give me somebody that's, that speaks and prophesies a great awakening, a great revival. God is not done with this nation. Hallelujah. Yes, there is a time of sifting and pruning in the church which needed to happen. Amen. And everything of man is coming down. When the whole shaking, when the dust settles after the shaking, we'll find out what was God and what wasn't God. Oh yeah. You'll find out what was of faith and what was of foolishness and presumption. You'll find out which was of the spirit and which was of the flesh. Everything's getting exposed right now. Hallelujah. And it needs to be. And the bubble has burst. Man, I feel the fire of the Holy Ghost. I might just run around this place tonight. Isn't it interesting? Christians always gravitate to the doom and gloom prophets. Why? It's because the spirit of religion. They've been religiously, they've been eating RMO too much. Religiously modified organisms. Religiously modified diet. If you eat organic. Hallelujah. If you eat organic. You've tasted the good stuff. The moment you put the bad stuff in your mouth, it's like, <laughs> hallelujah. I'll never forget, we, we, we had this, he came, you know, this American, uh, he came to Turkey to be, become youth pastor for us, and, and then I get a call at midnight, just his first week there, and he came and we were having a week of revival, so it's the first week, and, so he gets home at midnight, he calls me up, he goes, I, th I just, um, I was about to fry some eggs, I, I was hungry, but I think there's something wrong with this egg. I said, what's wrong with it? He goes, it's like, it's like so orange in color, and it's just so vibrant in color. I started to laugh, I said, because you're about to eat a real egg, probably for the first time in your life. I said, just cook it, it's fine. Eat it, and then call me again, and he calls me, he goes, that is the most best tasting eggs I've ever had in my life I said yeah it's organic farm-raised eggs from the village I gave you you know it's like that's the good stuff amen and I had this evangelist come preach for me so I go to take him to eat Turkish kebab place and they had ch chicken wings you know and, and they're just crispy on the grill you know and they come with all this stuff and then he's like eating this chicken going, what is this this is chicken I said yes he's eating he goes my god this is the best tasting chicken I've ever had in my life I said yeah the same Walmart chicken <laughs> Costco chicken whatever this is the real stuff you can taste the difference hallelujah people have been eating religiously modified food in church for so long amen
and they're constipated. Constipated. <laughs> they're constipated. They need a release. They need a movement. A Holy Ghost movement. Yeah, you know, I watch people. They're sitting there. All right, we just had a movement. Somebody just got unblocked. Hallelujah. And others have been eating charismatic junk food and watching too many movies. Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, whatever they're watching, prophesying by crazy spirits, and they have diarrhea. They run their mouth everywhere. They're running here, running there, running all over the place. Runny, runny, runny. Prophesying by the power of Gandalf and whatever they're doing, the nonsense, charismania. Who's soon the charismatic zoo? <laughs> I was supposed to receive an offering. <laughs> My Lord. How about going back to the Bible? Amen. Must be July at the movies month. some of you have no idea what I'm talking about some of you do God always has a word for his people God always provides for his people he makes a way he makes a way but you're gonna have to obey the word of the Lord Whatever the Lord tells you to do, you're going to have to do it. That's the key to provision. When he tells you to give this, you give that. You sow this, you sow that. When he tells you to go there, you go there. Because there's a place of commanded blessing, and it's in the will of God. And faith begins where the will of God is known. If he tells you go eastward, you don't go westward. That's presumption. That's foolishness. Faith. We have to operate by faith. When you have a word from God, you do it immediately. Delayed obedience is the same as disobedience. Amen. All right, I'm going to pray and we're going to give you an opportunity to give. <laughs> then the prophet's going to come. He's a prophet. He's not non-prophet. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for provision. We thank you for the supernatural provision. Unexpected, unexpected 
sources, unexpected methods, unexpected ways where he comes. Ravens coming in the morning, in the evening. Hallelujah. You have a raven. You have many ravens for each and every one. Hallelujah. And it's coming. It doesn't matter if there's a famine in the land. Let the world have its famine. We are in the place of the command of blessing. We are in the place of provision. Thank you, Lord. You provide for your people. You make a way for your people. I decree supernatural provision over your people. I decree supernatural increase, supernatural multiplication. I decree supernatural strategies even released. Hallelujah. That you'll speak to your people. You'll make a way for them. You'll open doors for them. You'll lead them. You'll guide them. You'll anoint them. And you'll raise them up and you'll bless them and you'll not only provide for them but you'll increase them and prosper them and then you'll use them to build the kingdom and the fund the end time harvest in these last days we thank you for it thank you for tuning into my podcast i hope that you have been blessed i would like for you to consider two things number one subscribe to our show to receive notifications of our new podcasts Number two, support our ministry of reaching the nations with revival by clicking on the link in the description or visiting our website, riverwpb.com. Thank you for tuning in. Look forward to you joining our next podcast. God bless you.